Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode of Smart Distinctions, we're going to talk about neediness and why neediness is really what gets a lot of people into a lot of trouble and why you can actually say the right things, mean the right things, but people perceive it in a way that they're not going to buy from you. And that's a very normal thing that you see happen all the time, especially when you're working with people at a high level with, you know, players with money, right? Because if you get to a level that you're working, let's say, on a $10,000, $12,000, $15,000 program and you're selling someone into that, what happens when you show up as needy? What happens when you show up in a way that lets them know that you are actually craving to work with them? What do they do? They feel something's off. Because this is what we instinctually do all the time. Why do we do this? I don't know. <laughs> it's part of our psychology, I guess. But it's a red flag for us when the person that we're craving to work with craves to work with us. This is the importance of creating that illusion of eliminating that neediness. Especially if it's true. Because when it's true, you don't really care. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten into conversations with people. And I close them, no problem. And then someone else grabs the same words that I said, and it doesn't land the same way. And the reason it doesn't land the same way is because neediness is coming up. And people, when they see neediness, money runs away. Okay? Because that is a major red flag. It means that we didn't notice that these people were needy. And we were craving something that they can't give us anymore. This is why it's so important to constantly remember that you can't need the business. Sure, you want it in a sense of, hey, if it works out, it's going to work. But this is the whole thing of being independent of the outcome. The best sales calls I ever get into are the ones where I can legitimately say, I don't really give a shit either way. I don't care. Okay, If it doesn't happen, so be it. Right? I have more free time to do other stuff. The problem comes in, and I hear this all the time with clients and people I work with, when they're thinking they're going to lose a sale as though they had earned it in the first place. What are they losing? There's nothing to lose. They're just talking to someone. So instead of really begging and trying for it, just state your case and know that if it doesn't happen, someone else will pick it up. That's really what we're giving away when we're needy, we're thinking, oh my God, I need to trick this guy into buying this, right? There's a scarcity of these people out there. Oh my God, oh my God, I need to get this guy. Does that really work? No. Has that ever worked on you? No. Has it ever turned you off from someone? Absolutely. Absolutely. The moment you talk to someone and you perceive that in them right away, you're running away. This is why so many people diss sales. Because when you talk to a lot of salespersons, regardless of whether it's through the phone or on real life or Zoom or whatever you're using, what do you get? What do you get from them, right? Most of them have to fill some sort of quota. They need to close you. You can tell that their commission is based on you coming in. They need to make that check at the end of the month. So what happens? They come in and they bring in their presentation and they're trying to woo you and convince you and do all this stuff. 
But you behave like the prize the whole time. Why? Because they're not the prize. They're not the fucking prize. Do they care? No, right? They want to get your money. Instead, if they approach you, or you approach them, because again, they've created this thing where they're not needy, and they're showing up, and they don't really care either way. If you don't get that, that's okay. Some of the best sales situations I've been in are all about that. Not showing the neediness. And this is something that you have to work on constantly. Because it's there, right? The neediness shows up from time to time. But when you're working in your business, what you have to understand that people, what they want, what they ultimately crave, is that illusion of working with someone that does not have the same flaws that they do. And whether that's true or not for you, you make it true. At least in their eyes. Because that's what they want. They want someone who's not afraid. If you're afraid, you can't be afraid in front of them. Right? Because otherwise, what's the point? If they hire you to become their coach and to give them clarity and to give them progress and to give them growth and to help them do all these things and then you show up and you're more of a wreck than they are, how does that look? Do they want it? No. However, if you show up cool, calm and collected and all you're about is really getting the point across with the least amount of moves necessary and ultimately you know that it doesn't matter to you whether they get it or not. It doesn't matter to you whether they buy it or not. It doesn't matter to you whether they approve of you or not because it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to you. And that, my friends, is the key. If you can't put yourself in that situation where it doesn't matter to you, whether they get it or they don't get it, you're going to come in in a supplicating manner. And you can tell right away. You tell from the tone of voice. You tell from the tone of voice. And the thing is, because you may love what you do in the way that I love what I do, because I love it. I love doing it. Right? But I don't do it for other people just because I love doing it. I have plenty of projects to put my attention into. You want me to work on your projects with you? Great. That costs a lot of money. But that's okay. It's worth it. <laughs> but that's where it comes from. You see? You may love doing what you do, but to do it for someone else, to do it for someone on their business, this isn't charity. And you have to get that out of your head. This isn't really about helping them achieve those things. And as a matter of fact, it's about helping them become a better version of an entrepreneur. And that means leveling up the, their own investments. Period. Because what happens when they're you know, nickel and diming and they're getting you know, payment plan after payment plan and just trying to eke by, but then they don't put in the effort. They're not fully committed. They're looking to bounce out at the first sign of something not working. So that's the kind of stuff that you bring. However... Think about what happens when you talk to someone and you say, hey, no, man, it's time to level up. You're not ready to level up. That's okay. Come back to me later when you're ready to level up because this is what we're about here. What do you think happens? Most people's beliefs around this are all acting as a ceiling in their own mind of what they can do and what they can achieve because they don't think that a bunch of things are possible. And once you realize that everything is really possible as long as you eliminate neediness from it. Because people are drawn to someone who does not bring neediness. And I want you to realize this. 
not only are you going to attract more of the key players that you're looking for, which you will, right? Because they're not needy. And in a way, they're needy for people that are not needy. So they're showing up as not needy, but they want other people like them. They don't want to work with people that bring that neediness back, that are looking for other people's approvals, that are looking to be popular, that are looking to do all these things. Fuck that. That's not their way. That's not what they're about. If you want to work with the right kind of people, you have to understand that neediness cannot be a factor in your way of doing things. It just cannot. And for it to stop dominating you, it takes a conscious effort of understanding you don't need them. It doesn't matter to you. Think of it as getting on a call as a favor to someone else. How do you behave? You weren't really interested in that. And I tell you, I've had that specific scenario happen many times over. And when I get that specific scenario, guess what I do? I show up and I'm like, no, man, I'm, listen, I'm here to listen to you. I don't, like, don't want to sell you anything. I don't know what you're about. And then they come in and they vomit all their problems. They start talking to me about their business. And still, I won't take them as a client. I'll just say, hey, yeah, we had a great conversation. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know if you're serious. But then certain traits start coming in. And again, it is the fact that I'm pushing them away that makes them want it more. Because if I'm all about sitting there and supplicating for their business and saying, oh yeah, I need this because you know, oh, I got bills to pay. So now if I get this guy, I'm going to be able to pay those bills. You think they don't smell that right away? Of course they do. That's why the whole purpose of doing this is to change you into someone who's operating from certainty and from outcome independence. You don't care. Really, you don't care. There's a million of them, only one of you, and they're absolutely screwed if they don't pick you. So, that's it. And in fact, they don't pick you. You pick them. You understand? You pick them. They don't pick you. I have a rule. I don't work with people I don't like, period. I don't care how much money is involved because I've already chased down those clients and been all about, yeah, it's a big account only to find myself miserable later and hating the fact that I took that money. So now, if I can't gel with them, that's a deal breaker right there. I don't care. And the more you're like that, the more people are going to want to work with you. So bring that to that next call. That's my challenge to you. Bring that to your next call. Bring that to the next meeting you have with your clients. I'm telling you, it'll make all that difference in the world. This is Juan Morales signing out. I'll see you on the next one.